Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 21, and this show is brought to you by Canada's Barbecue School. We have pitmaster classes scheduled in five Alberta cities for 2019, taught by national champ Rob Reinhardt of Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue. If you're in the market for a new smoker, they'll have five styles on site. Come and get unbiased advice and taste the food for yourself. If you're familiar with competition barbecue, you're probably aware that competition barbecue and what the backyard cook would create on their own are two very different things. And at these classes, they will show you techniques that impress the judges and impress your family because they are a very different tastes. They will tackle five different meats, talk about ingredients, technology, cooking fuels, and different strategies to allow you to be the king of the smoker. Check out the website link in the show notes or visit barbecueclass.ca for more information. Uh, curling update, uh, nothing to update since last week. It's uh, Sunday night as I record this, so we have not played yet again for this week, but we had a good practice today. And uh, as I updated last Tuesday, Team Shalifer sitting at 1-6-1 one, and one in the Springbank Curling Club Tuesday Night Men's League. Uh, The Alberta Barbecue Trail still going for a few more weeks, the 2018 edition. Uh, As I mentioned last week, the passport program is finished. But please, if you've got stamps, get them into me. You've just got a few more days to get those uh, passports over to me. And every stamp you have is one entry in the draw for some great prizes. www.albertabbqtrail.ca And uh, don't stop visiting the fine, fine restaurants that are part of the Alberta Barbecue Trail. This week on the show, really excited. I had a sit down a few weeks back with the one and only Greg Keller of Bonton Meat Market. They have been uh, serving Northwest Calgary uh, in business for 98 years, coming on 100 years. Uh, We talk a little bit about that. If you have not been to Bonton, get over there with the high high quality products alberta meat and a full service butcher shop a little bit of a throwback and uh personally our family's been shopping there for a couple of years now really a great uh great place check it out bonton meat market and in here is my chat with greg keller hey there everybody and welcome back to another episode of the podcast it's a chilly calgary saturday morning and I'm up here in Northwest Calgary at Bonton Meat Market, and I'm sitting down with Greg Keller. Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice to be here. So I generally start out uh, generally interviewing barbecue restaurants, cooks, and that kind of thing. So I'll ask people what their their barbecue story is, how they kind of got into the barbecue world. But I guess you can kind of change that a little to fit your uh, your particular niche here. How did you get into the the meat world? I guess. Well, it was actually something that my dad was... My dad owned a grocery store in Carford when I was a kid growing up. And he's a meat cutter by trade. And so he decided that I should learn a trade. Yeah. And so I started when I was 13 and 
that's just kind of how it all happened. Awesome. I was going to go to school and be a chiropractor, and yeah. for some strange reason, when I was working part time, I went to work for Safely and just kept getting promoted and promoted and promoted and never looked back. Excellent. And then ended up into Bonton. Excellent. So yeah, tell me about Bonton Market since 1921. Bonton's been a part of the Calgary uh, landscape. Yeah, it's a cool business. I mean, it's 98 years now. Wow. And uh, you know, obviously, we didn't found it or anything else, but. Uh, we're lucky enough to, I didn't know the original owners obviously, but we knew the Middletons and then of course we knew when they passed it on to their son, their nephew John. Okay. And then dad and I bought in in the late 90s. Okay. It's it's just a throwback, you know, very committed to still doing it the old fashioned way. Yeah. You know, bucking a lot of the trends and yeah. no, I, keeping it real. I love coming in here, you got the, the, the display cases full of the meat, you see the the cutters in the back uh, cutting up uh, product and stuff it is uh, it's great to see that and I, I, what I like about it is that you can come in here and I can point to those two steaks that I want right. or, if, or if it's not in the case somebody will uh, will cut it for me the way I want it and uh, as opposed to going to the the big block chain grocery stores where it's buy what's out there buy what's no, out there in the, in the case we're right not, we're not here to sell you what we want to sell you yeah we're here to everything's available it may not be on display right but at the end of the day, it's your money. Yeah. You tell us how you want it done, and we'll do it. Yeah, no, that's great. And this, you've been in this location here at Crowfoot for how long now? It's five years now. Five years already. And this was a Swiss chalet before, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah. That's a. It doesn't look like that anymore. So yeah, it was uh, quite an extensive renovation. I would imagine. To get it to what we're doing. Yeah, no doubt. And you guys, before that, you were at Stadium. Twenty years in the Stadium Shopping Center, yeah. and a fantastic location. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, we outgrew it. Yeah. And we needed more room, but. With what they're doing over there, yeah. the, the new remodel just doesn't work for yeah, us. Yeah, I haven't uh, haven't been over there recently, so I'll have to see what they're doing now. But uh, yeah. and they the, can't stop progress. Yeah, so. it's, yeah. And this actually worked out well for us because you know we were at an awkward stage in our existence where we were too big to be a little strip mall corner meat, meat market. Yeah. But we're not a supermarket. Right. So when we found this, we we wanted to be more central. Trust me. Sure. But at the end of the day, this type of facility doesn't exist more centrally because we've got 96 parking stalls yeah you know it's a mid-sized building yeah. it's just absolutely perfect for yeah. what we needed no it is a great size and you've got uh, besides the meat a lot of other products talk about some of the other uh, non-meat product you, you you sell here yeah well the whole idea is trying to make it a, a meat boutique yeah. um, I mean we sell all the exotic meats you know like elk and venison and quail and partridge and pheasants and all that kind of stuff yeah. that's all in our freezer because yeah. you don't sell a lot of it yeah um you know, bison, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's all available. But also, we've got lots of sauces, and we've got all kinds of, you know, cooked products that we do. Mm -hmm. We've got our full-service deli. And yeah. it's actually getting really exciting because mm -hmm. we partnered with a, another company where we're very close to having almost all of our deli meats made custom for us. Nice. So that's really going to be good. We're yeah. trying to eliminate, I don't want to buy the commercial stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want what you're going to find at a grocery store. Yeah, nice to have that uh, that local, smaller Absolutely. smaller producer quality, right? Absolutely. And then you know what's uh, you know what's in it and what's going into it, right? Well, that's the biggest thing. We're controlling it. Yeah. That's what we want. Awesome. And then you've got the cheeses and some uh, bread products and everything else, yep. right? So it's Yeah, a lot of gluten-free products. I yeah. mean, you're just going with the way that tide is turning i mean people are looking for different things yes. so we have to adapt yeah uh so i know for our family one of the things well the main thing that kind of got us shopping starting to shop here a couple of years ago was the where you're getting your meat from it became important to us as a family to look for ethical 
ethical sources of meat and that kind of thing. So we started doing some research and was looking on your website, and you guys uh, certainly seem to be on board with that. So talk about a little bit about uh, that uh, that end of the business for you guys. Very important. Yeah. Um, you know, what, one of the things that we're trying to do is you want to deal with people where you know where the product's coming mm-hmm. from. Now, it's it's impossible with our size. No one guy could supply us with our beef. No, right. no consortium of ranchers could supply right. us with our beef because we need that consistency. We need, you know, like an example, when you get into the month of December, we're going to need seven or 800 prime ribs. Right. Well, if you take 800 prime ribs, that's 400 animals yep. that we need in one month. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do with 400 shoulders? What, what are you going to do with 800 shoulders? Yeah. It's not reality. Yeah. So it's very important to us, and we've got a very tight circle of people that we do business with, mm-hmm. and boy, it's, it's, it's tough for a new supplier to get in here. Yeah. Because we know, we trust, and I treat all my suppliers as if they're my partners. Right. You know, their success is my success, my success is their success. So it works quite well that way. Yeah. Excellent. But again, as much as the only item in here really that doesn't come from Alberta mm-hmm. is our veal comes from Quebec. Right. Because there is no veal production in Alberta. Okay. And um, our, um, our hams, we still get them from Harvest Meats in New York and Saskatchewan. Okay. Because I just can't find a better product out there right now. Excellent. My, uh, you mentioned Yorkton when my it was 1910. My great grandfather came over from England and set up a blacksmith shop in Yorkton. So that's cool. A little bit of connection to the Yorkton. Well, and you so know what? I mean, as much as we possibly can, I can very safely say we don't have anything in here yeah. that comes from out of country. Right. We don't buy anything from the states. Or, yeah. You know, there's a lot of cheap ham that's coming up here from the states and stuff like that. We're, we don't buy any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're number one Alberta, number yeah. two Canada. Perfect. And uh, the seafood, you do some uh, frozen seafood? Yes. Any ethical uh, links to that or where Absolutely. you uh, sort from yep. your sourcing? Or what's yep. your I don't pretend to be a seafood expert. Right. Um, so what I did was I met with guys that I know they're in the seafood business. Right. And we don't buy it unless the vast majority of the product is coming from North America. Right. I do, I'm very, very careful about Asian products that you can buy that's cheap and yeah. stuff like that. I, I want to know how it was raised and how it was looked after. Yeah. And, and but, you know, yeah. the biggest thing for us is we don't have any issues with that. Yeah. You know, whenever these product recalls go on, yeah. we're not affected because yeah. we're not buying those products. Yes. So it's that's been good perfect. for us. Well, and you're, with what you're selling here, where you are, if people are coming in, making a special trip to come here, they're looking for a quality product. Right, so you want to, I would think it's got to be important to you to make sure that whatever you're putting on your shelves in your cases and going out the door is meets those standards, right? Well, there's three things that are just not negotiable <coughs> around here. Mm-hmm. The sanitation and the cleanliness, the quality of the product, and yeah. the service. Yeah. They're, they're just not negotiable. Yeah. That's what we are, and that's what we're known for. Yeah. So, you know, you can cut back a lot of things, but those we don't cut back our staff. Yeah. We don't downgrade our quality. Yeah. You know, even if the economy isn't what it used to be, no, we are what we are, and we're making sure we're staying true. Awesome. Well, that's great. And uh, like I said, we've been uh, coming in here for a couple of years, and uh, the, from the service end, your people, and it's nice to come in and you see the same staff all the time. Absolutely. You know, I've got a good group of people. We, uh, we're a family. Yeah. And my people are paid more than they could get anywhere else doing the same job. Yeah. Yes, I'm demanding, but at the same time, we're all friends. Yeah. We don't. We never have arguments. We never have issues or anything like that. They're just a good, good group. Because yeah. I don't hire people based on skill. Yeah. I hire them based on a personality. I'll teach the skill. You can teach the you know. things you can teach and things you can't, right? Absolutely. That's and uh, they all you know, they work so well together. Like They really like each other. Yeah. So it's fun. Awesome. 
Awesome. So uh, let's, it is a barbecue podcast after all. Let's talk a little yes, bit about uh, some of the, the meats that you sell here that, you know, from the slow smoked barbecue uh, standpoint, what, uh, talk about some of the stuff you've got here that really lends itself to that. We were chatting off, uh, off mic about brisket, uh, the increase in brisket demand you've seen uh, recently. So. Well, it's cool. You know, it's funny how this all really, really, really started. It was coincidental when BSE hit, mm-hmm. um, and all of a sudden there was all of a sudden certainty, and all of a sudden the cattle industry was in all this trouble and all that. That was what the time that the internet and all the cooking shows and all that kind of stuff exploded. Yeah. And what really happened, and again it was cool because we watched it transform right before our eyes. People started to discover that the cheaper cuts of meat are actually the best mm-hmm. if you know how to prepare them. Yep. But you can't take a chuck roast, throw it in the oven, yeah. you know, like the way you would a prime rib. Yeah. But if you cook it properly, there's nothing better. Yeah. I mean, to this day, my family, if we have a preference, yeah. it's going to be a boneless chuck roast or a brisket. Yeah. But you don't know how to do it. Yeah. So we've watched those sales absolutely explode. Yeah. And now watching all the different cooking shows, the Texas barbecue yeah. has been the big, big, big influence. Absolutely. And it's neat. Yeah. I mean, side ribs, pork shoulders, yeah. briskets, yeah. pork belly, as we were discussing. Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing better oh, if you know how to do it properly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got I've got a couple of the pork bellies from you guys here. About, I'm, the first time I got one, I remembered to get them to cut the rind off. The second time, I forgot. And tried to do that at home, and that was just a nice. It's not easy, is it? No, <laughs> but you know, I did a porchetta, okay. and if you diamond score the rind, yeah, I've, I've you, since and learned. You put your yeah. seasoning in there; you actually yeah. the seasoning will adhere into that. Yeah. It's funny though when you go to a function and you cook pork with yeah. the crackling on it. Yeah. The very first thing to go will be the crackling. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I've, I've since learned about the, the scoring thing, but the, yeah. uh, rookie mistakes, you know. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, obviously from a grilling standpoint, a huge selection of steaks and everything else. But uh. yeah, that you know you, what you've watched is we're very fortunate because our business is maintained throughout all the economic downturn. But you're watching the dynamic and of the, the product breakdown; it's changing a bit. Yeah. So what'll happen is people are saying we still want to have a barbecue. Yeah. But instead of buying ten ribeye steaks, right, we're going to buy a brisket. Right. You know, yeah. so it's more economical. Yeah. You're still going to enjoy it. You're still getting the ambiance. So you're seeing different things happening. But, yeah. I mean, beef is still 40% of our business. Right. Um, and ribeyes are still our number one product. That's that's what we're known tough, for. Tough to be a good ribeye, right? Oh, you can't. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you talked a little bit about uh, trends, things changing. Any kind of new cuts that you see? I guess I've noted, maybe it's, I've just hadn't noticed it before, but recently I see tri-tip in your... Yeah. Uh, is that something new that you're uh, We've been doing it for putting out there? Well, that all started when we bought our place down in Palm Springs. Okay, yeah, and California. Yeah. Tried to, it's huge That's down there. Absolutely, a big. I yeah. kept looking at it going, well, why aren't we doing that? Yeah, you know, like wake up. Yeah, and all of a sudden, it's a big, it's a big seller. Yeah, um, Brazilian sirloin cap uh, uh, done in a Brazilian style. Yeah, is massive. Yeah, and what it is is the Brazilians taught us how to cook it. Is that the picana? That's where yeah, okay. where you just yeah. leave all the fat on it. Yeah. Flipper on the fat side down, and you absolutely let it burn. Right. You have an inferno in your barbecue for okay. five minutes. Yeah. Then you flip it over. Yeah. Put the flame out, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and then cook it for another half an hour, and man, you got yeah. an amazing piece of meat. Nice. But we saw a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, you're just seeing a lot of different things. Like people are getting very creative. Yeah. We do more porchettas now in a week than we would do in two years if yeah. you go back ten years. Yeah. People are doing different stuff. And porchetta is, uh, I've seen them, but I guess I don't know exactly. There's different styles. Some people yeah. do it with a pork shoulder. Yeah. Some people want to do it with uh, a pork loin. Okay. Where you wrap it in the belly. Right. Okay. And 
you can do it different ways. You can butterfly the internal, season it all, and then roll it up together and tie it. Some people don't want it that way. I mean, that's the beauty of what we do. Yeah. You tell us what you want, we'll do it. Yeah. You know, we will custom do it for you. Yeah. And there's <coughs> stuff inside. It's, is it kind of stuffed? Or Not the stuff. Well, <coughs> they do different things. Yeah. Most of them just use the seasoning. Just the meat. Okay. They've got, their, they've got their favorite spices that they put in there. Sure. And you're you're rubbing the inside of the belly, and you're rubbing the inside of the pork loin if you're butterflying it or the right. pork shoulder. Yeah. And then you roll it. So that okay. seasoning, that flavor goes all the way through the product when layered, it cooks. Layered in there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. Off to. Uh, Oh, it's good. Add that to my list of things to try out here. Uh, and I know you're fairly active in the community, uh, helping out, uh, doing different things. I probably first heard about you guys listening to the fan uh, boomer, boomer in the morning there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> That's been a great relationship. Yeah, that all started with Charlie Simmer. Okay. And we got introduced to the guys. And, you know, they have a lot of fun on the radio, but yeah. they're also really, really, really good guys. They, they get yeah. to know them outside. I, I've, yeah, I've they, had the opportunity once or twice. I, really, I have a lot of respect for them. They've got the yeah. same philosophy my grandfather used to teach me is work hard, play hard. Yeah. And I think it's very important. Yeah. You've got to enjoy your life. But they're just a good group of guys. But yeah. We're involved with Ronald McDonald House. We're yeah. involved with Kids Cancer. Um, stuff that, to me, is very important. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean, nice. there's a lot of charities. and You, you can, at some point in time, you got to say, hey, well, because there's yeah. so many. Yeah. But those ones are really important to me. Oh, it's good. You got a great to see somebody like yourself uh, g- giving back and out, helping out yeah. the community, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's uh, what's next for Bonton? Business as usual? Uh, anything no, in the pipeline for the 100 year in a couple of 100 years in a couple That'll of years? That'll be big. Yeah. We'll, we'll do something really big with that. Yeah. Um, the next thing for Bonton right now is we're branching, we're partnering. We're not quite there yet, yeah. but we're getting close. Uh, because unless it's done 100% the way I want it done and yeah. perfect, I'm not doing it. Yeah. But we're going to be able to offer a catering room. Oh, awesome. And nice. uh, it'll be anything from an intimate dinner for two yeah. to 250 people. Right. I've partnered with, she's just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. She's a perfectionist and very, very, very good at what she does. And Excellent. what we want to do is we want to ensure that we can offer a catering thing, but it'll be Bonton product. Right, nice. And it'll be reasonably priced. Excellent. Well, I know so we've, uh, yeah, you've got the hot, ca- the hot case there where you can come in and pick up yep. some pre-cooked things. Uh, well, we do a lot of that. Yeah, that's great. We're doing, our order book is just bursting right now. With yeah. We've got probably 10 um, big church Christmas dinners that right. are like 200 people. Yeah, so you're already doing totally some cater to. Yeah, it's not something we advertise because yeah. we don't want to become a caterer. Right. But it's an arm that we have. Yeah. But we have to control it because we only have the capacity to do so much. Right. You know what I mean? And I won't outsource it. We yeah. do it. Yeah. So that that's that's the next thing, and you know, more importantly than anything else, just keep your eyes and ears open. Yeah. Because people are constantly telling us what they want. We're doing different things. Yeah. You know, and it, it's interesting. That, that's what keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I grew up in Winnipeg, so I've been in Calgary 23 years now. And I remember going grocery shopping with my mom, and it was a little meat market. It was called the Dutch Meat Market in, in St. Boniface in Winnipeg. And it was not as big as this, but very similar feel to it. And just going in there, and the owner knew us. And mom could say what she wanted, and you know that's what she got. So that's what I really love about coming in here. It, uh, well, I it, still it's think that, that community feel and that small town kind of absolutely service feel to it. So that's always been the trick: is yeah. how do you manage your growth and never lose what you are? Yeah. And I'm very blessed because my staff have helped me to do that. Yeah. Even though the store, like when we, when I designed this store, mm-hmm. you know, I had all these architects saying, "Oh no, says, no, no, no!" I designed every inch of it. Yeah. Because it had to be exactly what the Bonton was at the other place, right. just on steroids, yeah. just a lot bigger. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the other thing where we're going back to is that you know we were talking about 
where are we going down the future? We're very, very close, very close to, like right two years ago, we redesigned our entire smoky line. Mm-hmm. We're not buying smokies from anybody anymore. Right. We're supplying the meat. We're yeah. shipping it down to a guy we've partnered with. We came up with the recipes, yeah. and he's making them all for us. Right. And they're amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. But there's awesome. no preservatives right. in them or any of that kind of stuff. That's perfect. Well, now we're going to blend. We've always done our own roast beef and deli and all that, or turkey breast. Yeah. Now we're going to expand that into... We're going to start making all of our own salamis, nice. all of our own cap. Like we're not going to personally do. We're having it done yeah. for us, but I'll buy the meat. Yeah. I'll ship it down. They'll make it for us, and then we'll go from there. To, to your specifications. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. Well, that's awesome. That's great. It's one of those things where it started with this, and now we've yeah. expanded it. Yeah. You know, and it's worked really, really well. Yeah. So pretty soon we want to be making all of our own bacon. We want to be. We're already doing two or three different kinds of bacon on our own, but we okay. want to make it all. Nice. We're already at the point where. The hams will be the very last thing, yeah. but the deli meats are going to be very close. Excellent. Well, that's exciting for you. Well, it is for me because, again, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. And I mean, the public, and I'm not criticizing anybody else's business, mm-hmm. you get what you pay for. If yep. you want to buy really, really cheap stuff, yeah. well, read there's, the ingredients. There's a place Because it's going to yeah. be full of preservatives, and you need to understand that. Yeah. But if you want to buy the quality stuff, yeah. which I'm a firm believer, a lot of our health issues mm-hmm. are coming from... Too much processed food. Absolutely, I can't know what you're eating. Can't argue with you there. I don't, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, it's hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you go. You know, a lot of the stuff, and we don't need to get too into it here. But you go back two hundred years before all this processed food was everywhere, and people didn't have the health issues that we do today. So it's a, it seems like a pretty straight line to me. So well, it, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, you talk. Now we live in this world where we want convenience. Yeah. Well. All you have to do is look at this realistically. Yeah. If you're buying a piece of beef jerky yeah. that's sitting on a shelf, not refrigerated, yeah. and it's got a shelf life of eight months, then there's they've done something to it. Something. <laughs> yep. And that stuff is everywhere. Yeah. But you wonder why we're having problems. Our bodies weren't made for that. Yeah. So this will come out afterwards, but I know you're a football guy. I am. We, we've got a big game here tomorrow. We got a big tailgate. My <laughs> bombers against your staffs. <laughs> are you a bomber fan? I, yeah, I got it. I got it. Are man. you going to the game? I am. Yeah. Well, then you better come to the tailgate and have well, a beer and that's, a bit of some chili. And all right. So that was giving me a question. If somebody's uh, getting ready to tailgate, what would your, what's your go-to for tailgating, Craig? We do something like Bonton does a tailgate every game. Okay. And we get creative. We do something different. We yeah. got it. I'm very fortunate. I have two parking passes, so nice. we can park my truck in the one area and we yeah. got the next. Hog the next over. one. Yeah. And we usually get about 30 or 40 people awesome. and show up. And, yeah. uh, you know, we'll like tomorrow we're going to be easy. We're going to do chili. Yeah. Um, but we'll do beef ribs. We'll do, we've done, oh, God, you name it. We do chicken wings. We'll do burgers. We'll do, last year for Labor Day, we did stuffed beef burgers. Nice. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Stuffed with back bacon and oh, cheese. Oh, that doesn't sound bad. Oh, they're amazing. Yep. We've done a brisket. <clears throat> we've yep. done a whole prime rib. Yeah. We did ribeye steak sandwiches the one time. It nice. was absolutely amazing. Yeah. We just do different things. Yeah, I mean, we have it, fun right? with it. Yeah. You know, we'll do ribs. We'll do whatever else. And yeah. the game is almost, I'm a sports fan, but yeah. the game is almost secondary. Yes. Because yeah. like tomorrow we're planning on being there at 10 in the morning. Yeah. So it'll be Bailey's and coffee. And Perfect. Well, we'll have get everything fired up and away we go. Yeah. So actually, I'll, I'll kind of jump back here. You, I know you do offer some smoked product in the store here. What are you smoking on? What have you, are you smoking in-house here? No. No? No. We're not set up for it. Okay. We've got so much going on in our kitchen now. Got enough between happen. the meat pies and the ribs and the cabbage rolls and all the other stuff we're doing. Yeah. Um, what we've done is we partnered with another company. Okay. And they're very close to us here. Yeah. And uh, we just said, here's what we want. Yeah. And we sat down and we came up with recipes together that yeah. I made them guarantee that those are going to stay exclusive to Bonton. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want them in Joe's Meat Market because yeah, exactly. I designed it. Yeah. And that's just how we operate. Awesome. It works out really, really well. Awesome. Okay. Super. 
Awesome. Well, Greg, thank you so much for your time. Oh, my I pleasure. I appreciate uh, hooking this up. And where can folks find you? We're 28 Crowfoot Circle, which means we are right right across the street from North Star Ford. Yep. You can actually see us from Crowshaw Trail. Yep. Um, so right across the street from North Star Ford, right beside Visions. Yep. And very easy to get to in and out. Awesome. And the website is? BontonMeatMarket.com. BontonMeatMarket.com. Thanks, Greg. And there's even a Facebook page. And yep. we started something new where I'm not a social media guy, but... We started something new where we're going to post whatever we have on feature each awesome. week on yeah. our Facebook page. Yeah. So people can just go to that. It's just Bonton Meat Market. Yeah. And then kind of take it from there. Right on. Well, folks, uh, take it from me. I'm a, I'm a customer here. Uh, if you're looking for just that good, high-quality, local meat product, this is the place. So uh, get on down to Bonton, and uh, Greg and the crew here will take good care of you. Thank you, Greg. I really appreciate this. Anytime. Awesome. <laughs> Well, that is another episode of the show. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. It really, really means a lot to me. And uh, check out our show sponsor, Canada's BBQ School. They have pitmaster classes coming up in 2019 in five Alberta cities. Great instruction for backyard and competition cooks. From national champ Rob Reinhardt of Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue. Check the show notes for the link. Uh, thank you again to Greg Keller of Bonton Meat Market in Northwest Calgary. Really a pleasure sitting down and talking with you. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a subscription, a rating, a review, share it with your friends, and message me with your comments. I'd love to hear what you think. On Twitter, at Eat More Barbecue, and we're on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore more underscore barbecue, and you can email me at Eat More Barbecue at gmail.com. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And uh, check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail, Trail for more info on the great restaurants that are part of the Barbecue Trail program this year. Next week on the show is my conversation up in Edmonton with Terry Sept from Smokehouse Barbecue. Uh, it was great sitting down with him, and I hope you'll enjoy that conversation next week. As always, thank you to Alan Horbin for providing all the music for the show. And until next time, friends, keep on smoking. This has been a production of Eat More Barbecue.